Welcome to the podcast. My name is Marvin. To my right, AP18 Alex. How you doing? Hello, everybody. And across from me, when I say across, I mean the across the United States. Uh, Garrett Walls is in Hawaii right now. This son of a bitch. And I'll tell you what, Alex. The last week, we got a, we got what, what eight inches of snow, and uh, the wind strong as ever, and uh, some of these drifts. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, they are as tall as me. Um, uh, so they're huge. They're small mountains. Meanwhile, that G-Dub is in Hawaii soaking up the race. He's getting back here, I believe, the day this uh, this illustrious uh, new comic books uh, of this week, 122-2019. Excuse me, nope, 2020. 2020. Jesus. Perfect vision. What the? 120-2020. Oh, today. 122-2020. Uh, and it's supposed to be actually pretty nice that day. So he's going to come back and it's going to be melting. So uh, that's G Dub for you. Uh, he uh, left us here to tell you the books for this week. And actually, you might have noticed, uh, and I'll let you know up front here, uh, we're going to do the uh, forecast for this week. Uh, we were going to do a show with me and Alex, but uh, you know what should happen this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I, in the last 72 hours, I don't know what the fuck has been going on in this uh, world of ours, but. Uh, Taking a little break today, I I, uh, I plan on, if I can find it here, uh, possibly re-releasing episode 100. I believe that's a fun episode. Uh, if not, uh, you can always go back and view that. But we're still going to tell you the comic books come out this week. We'll never, give you, we'll never uh, let you down there. And uh, we'll take it casually here. So we're going to start with that Image Comics, as always. Um, up first, I see here, American Jesus, New Messiah, Mark Miller, Peter uh, Gross, you know what? I didn't even see this. I didn't see issue one ever come out. Um, I must have just missed it. Half the presses, but American Jesus, a book that Mark Miller uh, released a few years ago, actually more than a few. Uh, finally, this looks like to be the uh, sequel. And I, if I remember correctly, I believe this is getting a Netflix show, American Jesus. So that's probably why they're. Well, this sequel. was so, so. Garrett made it seem like this was a, a re-release. Basically. Of the first, that's how I understood it to be from Garrett. Uh, actually, I did get this because I thought it was a. I mean, it was I guess top secret. When I got this book, I didn't know what to expect from it. Uh, and then when I actually got it, and I I looked at my stack, going, American Jesus, I don't remember getting this book. What the hell is this? Uh, it turns out that was the surprise. That's why it's top secret. I had no idea what I was getting. Uh, I read it, and it was. It was okay, but I think I'm realizing that Mark Miller really probably isn't a writer for me anymore. He's gotten away from telling the fun stories like Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle. Well, um, yeah. This was in the uh, uh, Mark Miller trying to be edgy and, and violent days. This is, this is pre-Jupiter's Circle and all that stuff. I did see here, this is a sequel. There, it's, not the re, it's not a reprinting. It says, American okay. Jesus returns with the new Messiah. That's what the issue one synopsis says. So the issue one, you never uh, knew it just said top secret and, you, and you, it was by Mark, by Mark Miller? Correct. Oh, maybe that's why I don't remember. Coming yeah. Out. But actually, <clears throat> the next couple here I'm going to say the same thing for, and uh, I bet I'm just wrong. Family tree number three, Jeff Lemire and Phil Hester. <laughs> <laughs> Even as Loretta and her family warily follow Grandpa Judd into the dark alleys of New York City's Chinatown in search of a cure, her daughter Meg is beginning to embrace her, but uh, 
excuse me, uh, Bergerine Transformation. Uh, I don't remember two coming out. Was that our uh, our Christmas break? Or? I mean, it, it, was, it must have been during. I mean, it was obviously during December. But you remember December, we weren't reading books. Yeah, I might have missed this one, so I got to pick up two. And actually, very excited. I see Groot right in the cover there. Uh, I'm guessing that's Meg. Is embracing her. Groot, that's Groot. Groot uh, right there. But uh, I'm looking forward to that. As we stated before, uh, Jeff Lemire, the year of Jeff Lemire continues four years in a row. Uh, is this his last term, though? I mean, is he going to get reelected? We'll see. So, Middle West 14. Oh, go ahead. Well, I that. So, I'm going to let everybody know beforehand. I am literally not caught up on everything, but I am caught up for everything on this forecast. So, when Marvin asks me a question, providing I actually get the book, I can have something to say. Family tree number two. I was surprised. It was good. It was actually really good. I enjoyed it more than uh, number one. We actually get some nice background information. We get to learn about uh, Grandpa. Was it Jed or Judd? Judd? Was it Judd, I think? I think think it was Judd. You know what? I read it, but I can't remember it. Was Judd in uh, God's Country? God Country. Was that Jed? Oh, and I was thinking Jed is from um, Farmhand. Farmhand. That's where it is. Jeb. There you go, Jeb. Jebediah. <laughs> Jebediah. Uh, anyway, Family Tree is actually, I'm really excited for issue three. Uh, the background story and other things that are going on with this family are very interesting. Uh, it has that um, sweet tooth kind of vibe where shit's going down and only a few people know what's going on. And I, I'm excited. This should be a very good run, depending on how long we're going to go. And obviously, the way Jeff Lemire writes his books. Sometimes he cuts a book short because he doesn't think you need the all. We don't need to have our time wasted, and so this is a. Uh, it's very good for two issues in. Sweet tooth. That is also Jeff Lemire. Middle West fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a question or a statement, but Middle West fourteen. Scotty Young. Jorge Carrera. Uh, Middle West continues, Alex, and this is the third arc, I believe. Uh, these yes. things go five each, so we're on the penultimate of this uh, third arc. How's it going? Awesome, awesome. Things have uh, things have changed. Right now, we're not so much in the folk tale. We're actually um, spoilers. We're we're on a farm, and our our main character Abel uh, had been kidnapped, caught caught by that uh, human hunter that we saw in issue two. It's good. And I think this is one of those books that I, I, I say it over and over and over again for everyone to read it. Start at number one. You're not that far away. And this book reads so speedily, so fast. Uh, but the art is fantastic. The story is uh, gripping. It has that folktale fun stuff, but it also has the uh, family matters type of things that it's, it's worth your time if you're looking for something to uh, binge read, much like Garrett can on his 14-hour trip. Even though he gets this book, I understand that. But Fourteen hours on a plane. When, how sweaty would you be? I I think hopefully most of it I could sleep. I mean, I can't sleep for fourteen hours. I'm. I think you tried eight. I, I mean, if I was really being a lazy pile of shit, yeah, I could probably sleep for fourteen hours and then be like, "Wow, I really wasted a day." You I take well day, you take some Nyquil. Drink you drink that bottle. Out. Yeah, drink the whole bottle. Are you out fourteen hours. Actually, uh, you, I hope so. <laughs> I think you're out for life, actually, if you take the whole bottle. <laughs> um, uh, 
You know what it is about a plane, especially 14 hours, I can't even fucking imagine. I think the longest I've been on a plane is like six or eight hours. Um, not only do you get sweaty, but at a certain point, the air is so recycled that it feels like you're breathing fine, but also you can't breathe. Like it's so like stale. So uh, I do not. Actually, I do. I am kind of jealous because he's in Hawaii, but also uh, 28 hours on the plane for a week. So I say he spent over a day just flying. That that sounds horrible. Do you think uh, is he flying at such a speed that it's going to hurt his neck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, no, no one get it. Yes. If you get that reference, you've been with us for a while. So, uh, old guard force multiplied number two of five. Red Ruckin Leonardo uh, Fernandez. This is one I did remember. The number one came out. Uh, I well, I remember that it came out, but I had forgotten the week of to get it. And this reminds me now I got to pick up two of them. So I am excited to see this. Do you get this book, uh, Alex? <laughs> yes. How is it compared yeah, to the old guard? The old old. So the, the so the sad thing is that I don't remember reading the old guard and and I remember it being like I remember reading it, but I don't remember really what the premise of it was, other than these um, warriors pretty much never dying. This is actually a lot of fun because it kind of brought it into a modern age and was telling you a modern story. I mean, it, it still talked about the old stuff. I mean, I don't I don't know. It's been such a long time since I read it that. This felt new and interesting, and yet still made callback to, hey, you know these characters? And every time they talked about a character, you got introduced to them again. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I remember you. Um, but I didn't have as much stakes, because it's been so long. This I thought this this five-issue run would have came out, you know, a year after, not two and a half, almost three years later. Yeah, I know. I think that's the reason why like it, it, it i am interested in reading it but i'm not excited to read it because it's been so long i don't remember like you said the characters and maybe it's good that they introduce them again but also at a certain point it's like um is it just being made because they're making a movie about it now and they just want to re-release or make a sequel to it because that movie's coming out we'll see uh it says here uh charlie Staron is going to be in that movie and kiki something which I don't recognize any of them at all. But, um, and, and, and when I say introduced, it's not like they went, hey, this is Marvin, or hey, this is Alex. It's in conversation. Oh, hey, uh, Andy is the main is one of the main characters. It's not drawing her name out. It's just literally in conversation. There we go. The old guard uh, unhinged. What was it called? Uh, four small blood. Oh, four small old blood. guard. Multiply. I took it off my screen, so I missed it. By the way, actually, before uh, we continue here, I just wanted to mention the sponsor of the uh, uh, forecast this week. That forecast. is uh, Rainbow Comics and Cards and Collectibles. Uh, two locations, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, Lincoln, Nebraska, and Sioux Falls, 3310 South Minnesota Avenue, uh, or in Lincoln, Nebraska, 1501 Pine Lake Road, Suite 17. Uh, we'll be talking about the end here. Stick around at the end, and we'll let you know. RainbowComicsandCards.com. You can also or your comics to get them shipped to you. Uh, even with the snow, you kind of have to. So there we go. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, Batman number 87, that's James Tinney in the fourth. Uh, get him old much. Uh, the Riddler. Oh, the Riddler. 
It has been laying low since the humiliation, nope, humiliating (laughs) defeat as part of Bane's army. But as a costume, assassins start to make their way into Gotham City. Edward Nygma, Enigma, question, may have the answers he's been looking for, at least the answers to why Deathstroke is trying to kill him. Is it possible that Batman's tussle with Slade Wilson was all just a ruse to get the killer closer to to his true target? There we go. Um, what? <laughs> I don't know. Riddler. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm disappointed. One, we already watched uh, Deathstroke get the shit kicked out of him. Well, I guess unless he's back. unless eighty six happened, and now we're going to eighty seven and telling the story that we should have told in eighty six. That's what I'm assuming. Uh, and how how long ago did uh, Edward get humiliated? It was like what two issues ago. Hmm. Um, I think we need to let Enigma sit a little longer and be sad. I think actually they had stated, and if I I am I might be incorrect, but if I remember correctly, the uh, Joker Riddler war, they said that that was uh, Bane's also Bane's plan, and I believe the Riddler was on Bane's side or something like that. So it might be from that. Oh, okay. Okay. But also, that was in the if, past. If that's, if that's the case, great. Then it's been years. But you're right. If it was, yeah. I don't think he was in the last couple issues of Batman. I don't know. Because I assume he was he was part of the Bane making all the bad guys the cops. Oh, was he? I don't. And yeah, so I think that's he was. The humiliation yeah. he's talking about. I think he was. There's other things that Riddler should be humiliated about. Yeah, you know what? Actually, um, cover doesn't look bad. That's by Tony S. Daniel. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Am I going to read it? Probably, because it's Batman, but uh, it's on a short leash before I uh, say goodbye to Batman. So, uh, I don't. I think for me, I, I don't think I'll say goodbye to Batman, but I am, I'm already, like, I'm already having bad taste in my mouth that we're just going to get into recycled stories and that this isn't going to be anything new. I'll tell you why that is on a short leash for me, because the next book here... Uh, can definitely be its replacement. Batman Curse, The White Knight, number six. Um, Sean Murphy, Sean Murphy, the twins. DC Black Label. Gotham City's crushing curse is uncovered. Everything Batman has knew ab- uh, he knew about the Wayne family secret is turned upside down as Azrael and the Joker usher Arnicky into Arkham. And after a final word with Jack, Harley faces an impossible choice. I see in the cover there, Bane, I assume. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's Bane. So we're going to see the Bane version, uh, Curse of the White Knight uh, version of Bane. Uh, I do like the coat already. It's kind of like uh, Tom Hardy's coat, but it has Bane's luchador mask. So it's a nice little mix of the two. And it uh, looks like he's got Batman by the fucking neck. So uh, excited. Good cover. Okay, so I, I, are you not caught up on this yet, Marvin? Uh, I thought it was. Was there another one that came out? I thought we reviewed the last one. Yep. Uh no, I think we talked four. Let me see. I, five, I, I, I got them right here. I was just actually looking at this. Uh, let's see. I was reading the uh the one shot, uh freeze. So let me pull that baby up here right now. Curse of the White Knight. I have issue one, two, three, and four. Which one's this? This is number six. Oh, so it's number five. Okay. So what were you gonna tell me about it? Go ahead. Well, I I, I don't want to spoil anything. I just want to know if you'd read it. Because uh, this cover is misleading. There's no the case. Is that what you're saying? How do you know? I don't know. Yes. You said it's misleading, so I know Azrael's in it. Spo- 
Well, okay, so spoilers. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Things happen. Things happen in number five. All right, I'm going to read like, five. A, and so I, I'm just now I'm excited because I want to know why is he on the cover? Normally, uh, Murphy's pretty good about not, not overselling the book. If that's not going to happen, so who knows? Maybe I'm wrong. Hmm. Maybe it's even more exciting than I think it is. You know what? Actually, uh, a little side note about all these books I've been missing. I could actually. Uh, uh, if I wanted to, like, subscribe to them. But I run my own life. So uh, I say when I want to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes you have a nice little thing where you're like, oh, I got two issues to catch up on. And so that's a nice little present from my past self to my future self. So, uh, of the White Knight's a good one to have two issues to catch up on. Uh, Detective Comics, 1019, Bitter J. Tomasi, Scott Gadaleski, uh, Rafael Sandoval on the cover. Nice. Uh, Dark Knight is on trail on trial of the figure. No, excuse me, it is trail. Is on the trail of the figure behind brutal series of murders across Gotham City. And what he finds will send a cold shiver up his spine. A public attack on Bruce Wayne has brought the possible perpetrator of these murders to light. So, what is an axe wielding cult leader from the 1600s doing in present day Gotham? Find out for yourself as the conclusion. In the conclusion of Batman's Silent Night. You know, actually, what I just noticed. Nice little observation, they call it, uh, Alex, that I just noticed. Peter yeah. Tomasi is writing this book, and then you have uh, James Tinney in the fourth uh, doing Batman now. And at one point, James Tinney was on this book, and uh, uh, Peter Tomasi was on Action Comics, uh, I believe. Or was it Superman? One of the two. Uh, Superman. Superman. Well, then my action mind doesn't work out. I was going to say that they were doing Detective and he was doing Action Comics, the two oldest books, but I guess not. Uh, Alex, how's this uh, Detective going? Uh, sorry, are you done with Detective? Uh, you know what? Um, I was just thinking when I was reading that, I was like, I'm more apt to, if I need to draw a Batman because I don't like it, I did enjoy this, but not the level I was doing enjoying Batman, and I know I enjoyed it more than you guys, um, but I do think that the what I read at Detective, I did like more than that last issue of Batman. So if that last issue of Batman is any kind of sign of how that's going, I might jump to this Detective instead. But go ahead. You so, uh, I'll so jump I, on. So I'm going to so, jump on like 1020 or something like that. So No, I know. Well, that, that's my other question. You you dropped it for a while now, right? Yeah, yeah. I or read the first arc. I read the first arc when okay. the... Uh, arc uh, I was on it. Yeah, and then when he wore, was it she? Yeah, was she uh, got defeated in two seconds. Uh, that was done for a second. Okay, so I the only reason I, I'm questioning this is that we just wrapped up the Mrs. Freeze storyline, and this this book has been okay, but everyone's getting taken down. So not necessarily easily, but Arkham Knight got taken down. The one the best book this whole run has had was Tom Taylor's run about the the homeless boy that ran away or yeah. the, from the orphanage mm -hmm. was excellent and then you get into this one and I'm just I don't I don't know I don't know if I'm excited or not just for the fact that we had just gotten into this like supernatural thing and maybe this is part of the supernatural storyline silent night I'm... possibly he's on trial it looks like he's getting burned at the stake like a witch what are these yeah, things in the background? 
Colt. Oh, they're bats. Bat oh, so it looks like the bats, but the other one looks like an owl. But the one on the far right looks like an owl mask. Well, it actually looks like the uh, when uh, Bruce got lost in time in Grant Morrison's run, uh, he was in a caveman kind of period, and that kind of looks like them. So well, we'll see. Who knows? You know, actually, with both these books, Detective and Batman, what I'd like to see, and this is very premature on Batman, as one issue has already only came out, uh, but for Detective, I'd like to see uh, some long-term storytelling. It seems like there's these quick arcs that are just kind of weird, and then they're over. Um, I kind of want to see, like, a full, like, kind of like Catwoman's doing. Like, there's one villain for the last 18 issues. 18? 16. 20. Um, 18, 19. 19 just came out. Oh, yeah. Uh, but there's other things in between. Uh, like Arkham Knight could have been in the background for all that stuff. Who knows? But um, Well, I, I think the thing that I'm missing out on when it comes to Batman is the the long the long arc, maybe. Like uh, Chris Snyder, that's not right. Scott Snyder, when he was writing you know, a 10-issue arc, and it was this big to-do and a big story, I remember bitching about it that, I can't believe this is so long. Why aren't we moving on to something else? And unfortunately, that spoiled some books for me because all I want is I want that long con. I want to be invested in the book. Seems very pulpy, and, very pulpy short stories like uh, like this one here with the Bat People. Like it's not very crime Batman. It's more like the out there Silver Age kind of adventurous Batman. And I kind of want a book that's more the crime Batman, but it seems like both of them are going more superhero right now so i think yeah. maybe that's it and that's why i said like i said we have curse of the white knight that's really the gritty crime uh that i'm looking for right now i feel like that's what i want a batman like i do like the adventurer batman every once in a while but i also need that to be very flashy not just like very pulpy to be fun he's he's not a fun guy i need him to be james bond i don't need him to be you know uh jerry lewis so um, well, I think his Justice League is his adventure superhero stuff. That's all I need. His Batman stuff, individual book needs to be more focused on him as a character and on what he accept or is exceptional at. Do you think Batman, if he takes a long plane ride, let's say he's going to the Lazarus Pit, which I believe is somewhere in the Middle East. Uh, he's flying, right? That's going to be, what, 18 hours? He's flying. Yeah, probably. He's got an autopilot, probably. Does he go to sleep? Because pilots don't go to sleep when they put autopilot. That's why they have a co-pilot. Keep eyes awake. I would think that Bruce would go down into the lower part of the jet and just train. And then sleep for an hour. <laughs> and then do some push-ups. You know what, actually? I just figured out what happens, Alex. Alfred's at home. He takes over remotely. And uh, when he comes back, he says, good job, Butler. He says, eh, well, I thought it was more than that. He goes, eh, not anymore. <laughs> Uh, now you're dead, actually. Good job, Butler. <laughs> uh, Shazam, number 10. <laughs> Jeff Johns, Marco Santucci. Uh, let's see here. The Magic Hill superhero adventure continues as the seventh member of the Shazam family is finally chosen and will change Billy Batson, his brothers and sisters, forever. But can this new family come together to stop the deadly all-new Monster Society? Plus, Mary's pet rabbit, Hoppy, makes a startling discovery. So... Um, there we go with that book. How's the Shazam going? It's, you know what? It's, it's a lot of fun. I think a part of it is that I hadn't seen the movie before even reading this book. Uh, and then actually after watching it, 
I really enjoyed it, and I can finally see this this family growing together and and them being a team is fun. But I'm kind of disappointed to see on who number seven is. Yeah. And so I, it's good. I mean, it really is good. I don't think I would enjoy this book if Jeff Johns wasn't writing it. Yeah, and Jeffrey Johns. Uh, I don't know if that's his full name, but um, <laughs> he does a good job with those type of books. So I'm excited to hear. I'm going to see what he does next, right? Doomsday Clock is done. Uh, everything he was doing except for this book is done. Uh, I know he's writing stuff for Hollywood, but Jeff Johns, I need you to, you know, Grant Morrison is doing a season two of the Green Lantern, but when he's done with that, you can come back. So. We, we, uh, it's been like uh, seven, eight years. You can come back. Uh, Wonder Woman 750. This is a milestone, Alex. We got, let's see here. Vita Alid, uh, Margaret Bennett, Cami Garcia, Dane, uh, Dean Hale, Jeff Loveness, Steve Orlando, Greg Rucka, Gail Simone, Marquito Tamiki, uh, and various others. Uh, Elena Carsagrande, Colleen Duran, Jesus Moreno, uh, Gabriel Pacello, and others uh, covered by Joel Jones. Place the one I'm looking at here. I believe um, the uh, Greg Rucka uh, story in here. The art is by oh god, I just had it and I lost it. Who did he do his run with? Nicola Scott. Yeah, I believe I remember hearing them talking about this that they're making a story for this. Uh, prestige format, all new, 96 page celebration of the Amazon Princess by longtime favorites and acclaimed new voices. And uh, the lead story, Wonder Woman's epic Year of the Villain battle, comes to a close, leading the way to new challenges ahead. Additionally, this oversized gem tells tales from Diana's, Diana's past, present, and future by some of the greatest storytellers in the business, including Colleen Doran, Makero Tamiki, the Teen Titans Raven team writer, Cami uh, Garcia, and artist Gabriel uh, Piccolo, and legendary... Wonder Woman creators returning to the character, including Gail Simone and Greg Rucka. So there's that. That cover, actually, I like the colors on that cover. Um, looks good. Actually, uh, did you see that trailer for Wonder Woman 1984? I did. Um, kind of going to be psyched for some Wonder Woman. So I'll check this out. Uh, it looks like, if anybody remembers, speaking of Greg Rucka and Nicola Scott, is run, uh, there was that scene in the mall. Looks like this in the movie. You remember that? Which mall? Is taking out the terrorists. Yeah. 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 That's I mean, that's the main part of the uh uh trailer. So I, it, it looks like it. Down to uh the uh way that they attack people in that uh mall. So we'll see. Are you gonna get this, Alex? You're where you were getting one or more for I a while. I w- I was until Steve Orlando took over. Uh and nothing against him, it was just that I was getting it for the G. Will Wilson story. Who I see is at least not credited on this, um, on previews world right now. So I don't know. I'm on the fence. I don't know if I really want to spend ten dollars to get it. I never did get the. Well, I guess I did get Detective, and I did get Superman. I don't know. I'll think about it. It's not really on my top top dog to get it though. I understand what you mean. I mean, uh, you know these milestone issues. Actually, DC's been better. No, not really. I can't say that because. Uh, we didn't like that other one, but uh, hit or miss. They either can be great, nice tribute to the character, or they can be money grabs. So we'll see. Uh, it's you never know what you're gonna get, and sometimes when the week is very busy, ten dollars is a lot to take. That could be like three, four bucks. So, uh, Marvel comics. Maybe next, maybe next week I'll get it. Amazing Spider-Man number thirty-eight. Nick Spencer 
and uh, Iban Kielo. Uh, you still, uh, you still read this, uh, Spider-Man? I'm, I am that. I am literally. I haven't read thirty-seven yet, so I did lie. I'm not caught up on this one hundred percent because I can't possibly be caught up. Uh, but I've enjoyed it. Actually, I, I enjoyed the uh, twenty. Was it thirty-three through thirty-six that I've read were fantastic. I loved it so much. Uh, actually, Marvin, you would have enjoyed it. Doctor Doom was in it. He was kicking some ass, Spider-Man, got the shit kicked out of him, which I love Spidey, but sometimes it's refreshing to watch your one of your favorite characters get beat up. He didn't die, so it's okay. Uh, it's good. I'm excited to see what else Nick Spencer has in store. He is one of those ones that I think builds it up to having the spectacular run, and he's gotten good ideas, but he builds it up too much for me, and then kind of lets me down like uh, the Craven the Hunter run was. But I still, I still love this Spider-Man. He's a lot of fun. Uh, here we go. Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Al Ewing, Juan Cabal. Uh, very strange because, uh, what six months ago? Maybe not. Probably longer now. About a year ago uh, is when um, Donny Cates took over. So it looks like they're restarting again. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy number one. Once they were a team of misfits. Now they're a family. They earned their peace, but the universe is not a peaceful place and it's only getting worse. The great empires are in turmoil. The rule of law is dead and admis, admit uh, <laughs> admit the chaos, the gods of Olympus have returned harbingers of a new age of war reborn to burn their mask on the stars themselves. Someone has to guard the galaxy, but who will accept the mission and will they survive it? Al Ewing and Juan Cabal bring you in on the ground floor of a whole Marvel universe of action and suspense. Now, here's the thing. Normally, I would be like, they're restarting again. Let's, like, I don't like books that like start and restart all the time, which Guardians has been doing for the last 24 months. Um, but I like Al. And uh, I like Juan Cabal. And I think that cover with Rocket and Star-Lord makes it seem like this book might be more fun than the last one was. Uh, I think this was bogged down. It was coming off of an event last time, and they did a lot of stuff with that. So I might just check this out just to see if it's my speed. I'm looking at this preview right now, and it kind of looks like I might enjoy it. I, it looks like Miami Vice, which makes me excited that they're actually doing those kind of stories. Yeah, Vice, baby. Shutting down inner, I don't know, intergalactic... Crime lords and things, nothing Thanos, nothing like world destroying, but just fun little romps in the the space sectors. That's what I think it was. Last time started too big. Where do you go after that? And that's when we, at least I jumped off is when they were done with the big thing. I was like, okay, well, I felt like kind of boring after that. So I want to see just nice. That's a book you can do short stories, do short arcs, do just have it fun. They're about the characters more than they are the situations. And uh, let me see what happens. So, uh, Marauders number six, Jerry Dugan and Mateo Lotley, the battle for Manipur. Uh, the Majorities are caught between the forces of Manipur and the Black King's Mashimians. Uh, thankfully, they have two Omega level mutants aboard. That seems like this. I read this one already. Yeah, I, I think I think that covers old too. And I think yeah, this. So one I don't. Think, I, don't I don't think this is right. Mm. So. You know what, previous world, you almost got me, but my memory is not that bad. So uh, I do remember reading that before. 
Uh, here we go. One last uh, venture over to Boom Studios. We took the little walk from Marvel around the corner. Boom Studios. Uh, my new for Power Rangers number 47, Ryan Perrette, Danielle De Naquilo, and Hamal Campbell on that cover. Necessary Evil continues. After the shocking betrayal, the Omega Rangers are forced to return to Earth and reveal their identities to the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. But can either team of Power Rangers survive the truth? What's with, with Zord on that cover? This looks freaky. He looks like the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that smile, that's like a s- evil smile. And he's got those white eyes. Did he have eyebrows before? Uh, yeah, because I think of the TV show, he actually had more of a face with uh, eyebrows. I mean, you wanted to know when he was upset. Mm. You didn't want him just to yell at you. So you turn the TV off. <laughs> Screw you. <clears throat> you know what? Mighty Morphin's actually so... Like, both of them, both Gogo and Mighty Morphin, are so strong because they're written by Ryan Parrott. Uh, and I think Mighty Morphin's actually the better of the two books. It seems to be more... Now, this one actually seems to be more focused on the core five, wondering what's going on with the Omega Rangers. Well, you've got Zach, Trini, and Jason as the Omega Rangers who have been betrayed. Uh, it's it's so good. And now that you're going to get all, what, nine Rangers together... You got Tommy struggling to be the leader. Uh, Jason, before Tommy found out that it was Jason as the Red Omega Ranger, goes, you know what? You're not going to let down your friend. And he's like, ah, maybe I already did. And it's like, dude, just hug it out already. Be mm-hmm. bros. Take off the mask. Tell him, hey, bro, it's me. You didn't let him down. It's tough being a leader. Let me show you how it's done. Ass kicking all the time. Uh, it's good. This is a, a, and you a know what? fun They fun better book. make up or it looks like Zord is going to kill them. So. Yep, Zoran's gonna be like, "Hey, you guys are douches." Zoran, this is it. What do you can't let me call him Zord? I well, I <laughs> thought there was a like a Zord coming to get Zordon. Zordon, he makes Zords. Zordon, and then what's the uh, bad guy, the red guy's name? Zed. A lot of Z's. Z E D. That might be the most Z's in a series ever. And what I mean. I fall asleep. So, just kidding. Once in a future, once in future number six of six, the. End of this series, Karen Gillan and Dan Morrow. You know what? I'm going to read the synopsis. I saw this whole thing is on uh, Hoopla, and I was asking you about it. I think I'm going to read it. I'm going to read this whole thing, and uh really looking forward to it. It looks fantastic. Uh, Dan Mora is a great artist. And so let me just ask you something, Alex. I don't want to know. Spoilers. I just want to yep. know one thing. Are you excited for 6 yep. of 6? Uh, I am, but actually I had seen in the future that there's more to come from this book. Once in future future. Yeah. Hmm. It goes to, I at least know seven's coming out. Wow. All right. Using well, my sources. All right. Well, there we go. More coming. Uh, this comic's coming out for one twenty two twenty twenty 2020 this week. Alex, what do you look like to be your pick this week? I, uh, you know what? Uh, so I'm going to break it and uh, I normally would be middle West. Yeah. I'm actually going to go with one that you didn't say tonight. What? Was folk Folklords number three. I read number two and it was amazing by Matt Kind. Where's that at? Uh, it's in Boom Studios. Oh, it's in Boom. I didn't say it. Oh, here we go. Uh, let's Matt Kind. All right. Matt Kind, Folklords uh, number three of five. Matt Kind and Matt Smith. Uh, outside the village, life is no fairy tale, and Ansel has learned this the hard way, betrayed. 
by one of his traveling companions, Ansel finds himself in the mercy of Hans and Greta. He needs to escape before the worst happens, but the siblings have a story for him, and the truth is more gruesome than he could have imagined. So, sounds good. It's good you said. Yeah, it's good. It was good. I, I, the first issue was a little long-winded, and then when I read number two to get caught up for the show tonight, uh, it was very good. It really pulled me in. It felt like Matt Kent, and it also felt, um, God, what was it called? Hinder Kent? Do you remember that? Years yep. and years and years. Mm-hmm. Like, probably, that's what this feels like. It almost feels like a fables, Hinder Kent, things have changed. Uh, it makes reference to, obviously, to like Hansel and Gretel. But it's different. It's got a nice twist. It's good. It's really very good. Well, there we go. My pick, uh, Batman Curse of the White Knight, number six of eight, after I read five, obviously. But uh, there we go. Um, have every, has every issue of White Knight been $4.99? I believe so. You know what? I really don't know. I don't pay attention usually when I go to oh, buy okay. it. So. Yeah, me either anymore. So. It, it's, it's, it's good, so I don't care. Yeah. Especially, but yeah, you're right. For that book, I don't even look. It's just a buy. Uh, there we go. The book's coming out this week. Uh, brought to you by Rainbow Comics, Cards, and Collectibles. Like I said before, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, 3310 South Minnesota Avenue, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, 57105. Give them a ring-a-ding-ding if you want to uh, set up a poll list of any of these interests your uh, comic book needs. If you're in Sioux Falls, 605-338-9512. Lincoln, Nebraska. That's 1501 Pine Lake Road, Suite 17. Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, 68512. Same thing, I'm going to pull up a poll list for Lincoln, Nebraska or the surrounding areas, 402-975-8332. Find them on Facebook, Rainbow Comics and Cards. Uh, They also have some comics in other smaller cities in South Dakota, which I think is great, places that don't have comic shops. You can get them uh, at little coffee shops. So go to your Facebook page. They post all the time on where those are. And also, rainbowcomicsandcards.com. You can go there and order books online, either to pick up in a store if you're local or get it shipped to you if you are not. Uh, so you're looking to get one of these comic books. Like Alex said, uh, what was it called? Folk Lord? Folk. Folk. Folk Lords. Folk Lords. Uh, or the uh, aforementioned Batman, Curse of the White Knights. Uh, if you want to get all six of those. Uh, six? Five. Um <laughs> Well, actually, no six with that one shot. So it'll, be, it'll be six, six with the one shot, and seven with the second one. There you go. Actually, number six. Go on there and get them ship out to you, and uh, uh, enjoy the love of comic books, Alex. Now, you know, yes. I come to you at this point of every show, but this week I really got some uh, stuff to ask you about this weather. I look outside. You know what? Not that actually, not that cold. I got the window open right now. Can you feel it? So. Uh, I mean, if you're outside, obviously it's colder. Um, but you know what? Sometimes it is uh, the wind's not bad. That's what I'm saying. It's just just cold. Uh, it's a lot of snow though. What do we get? Like 50 inches, right? Oh, I had I. You know what? The sad thing it had to be at least eight to nine inches of snow on what Friday into Saturday. I'll tell you what. Ridiculous. I looked outside. Looked like Hoth. That's Star Wars, by the way. And um, even Hoth, even Hoth had less snow. Hey, you know what? Luke got put inside that tauntaun to keep him alive. Han Solo also. I f- I feel like he was like kind of in there, not all the way though. I mean that tauntaun's only so big, 
Uh, but they survived overnight, and the next day when they sent out the search party, and Han Solo is waving, and the guy goes, I found him. Repeat, I found him. Uh, that's how I felt Saturday. Because uh, I walked outside, and I was like, this whole fucking place. And once I, you know, I saw other life outside, I was like, how the fuck did they survive? I forgot that they have also have houses, you know, but uh, that's their tauntauns. Um, uh, but uh, I was just hoping to make a rescue. So, And uh, are we going to get more chances of those rescues this week? We're just supposed to warm up, I think, actually. I See, I actually, we're supposed to warm up, but then I saw Wednesday. We're supposed to get a little bit of snow. I don't think it's supposed to amount to anything, but it's on its way. You know what? Winter's I mean, we're, almost we're, over, though, right? No, don't don't be telling people that. <laughs> she just winter just turned over on like the twenty second of December, and three days before Christmas, that's when winter hits. So we're one month in. What do you got? Three months of winter. Yeah, and then however long it lasts into May. I mean, it could be not winter and still snow. I guarantee we you. We know that. Hear me on this podcast right now. I know you're the weatherman. I know you understand weather. You understand science. But I am a psychic, and I understand. I listen to the molecules in the in the air, and they tell me stuff. Kind of like Star Wars, the Metachlorians. That's also Star Wars. Um, and they told me March 5th, they got to get out of here. So uh, it's going to start warming up on March 5th. Count it. Okay. Put that you on heard record. It here first. Put that on record. I talked to a little uh, molecule outside today. Stan was his name. And I said, buddy, what's happening with all the snow? You guys can't be here all the time. You're paying rent for this, right? This is my lot. You know, you're just laying out here. You ruined my resale value by you sitting on this corner. And he said, you know what? Give me two months. I'm out. So I said, all right. (laughs) He's going to sit out there for two months. (laughs) (laughs) Rainbow Comics and Cards. Collectibles. Go to rainbowcomicsandcards.com. I feel like that's uh, a good enough show for you guys, right? We told the comics coming off for 122-2020. Uh, you can contact us anytime, Wednesday Comics 605 at gmail.com. You can uh, call us, 605-215-1849. I'll have the our little Google uh, receptionist will answer the phone and leave a message there. Or you can go to anchor.fm and leave us a voicemail there. Go to wednesdaycomics.com for more information on how to subscribe to the show. We are on many platforms, including Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Uh, you, so go to uh, WednesdayComics.com to get more information on that. You can follow us on Twitter at WednesdayComics, at Karat2188, at Alex Pastralo. Uh, also make sure to follow Rainbow Comics and Cards and our other sponsor, DC World Swampy. That's RootsoftheSwampThing.com. It's your definitive source for all things. Swamp Thing. Uh, you can find them on Facebook at facebook.com slash roots of the swamp thing. And I believe also, if they have any left, speaking of Rainbow Comics and Cards, you can go there and pick up the Holland Files number four. They were there at one point. But if you know what, you want to take it too long. So uh, <laughs> we have a book club, but I forget what the book is called because Garrett is not here. So well, we'll talk about that next week. Uh, but until then, like I said, I know, I know, I know yeah. it's by, I know, but I know it's by Neil Gaiman, right? Neil Gaiman, Neil Gaiman, and it's on Hoopla. Em- a Emerald, study of Emerald emeralds. Greens. There you go. A study of emeralds by Raphael Albuquerque and Neil Gaiman about jazz. Um, is it? You know, I no. I met a jazz man once. Uh, it was the aforementioned Stan, the molecule, and uh, that's why they're here, actually. <laughs> 
They are getting ready for a concert, and so they're practicing on my front lawn right now. And I told them, I don't like the noise. And he said, don't worry, we're molecules, you can't hear it. And I said, all right. You do you. Uh, he said, but that's why he's going to leave on March 5th. They got a, they got a gig March 7th. Alberta. So he'll be gone by then. Thank you. Uh, from Wednesday Comics, <laughs> I've been Marvin. I'm Alex. Uh, Garrett's somewhere in Hawaii. Hey, everyone. Keep turning those pages. <laughs>